them. Yeah. Aloha, my name is Jürgen Steinmetz and this is Livestream.Travel, reporting from Honolulu. Um, you will hear in this podcast uh, Governor Ige, Governor of Hawaii, Mayor Derek Kawakami, the mayor of the island of Kauai, and Mayor Michael Victorino, from the mayor from Maui, Molokai, and Lanai, giving a an update on the situation with COVID. Mayor um, Kawakami from Kauai uh, will explain a new concept they're developing with resort bubbles, where tourists can actually come and arrive without going through the mandatory 14-day quarantine and stay at a resort with a tracking device, not allowing them to leave the resort. That is in the planning. The bad news is our numbers in Hawaii are up tremendously uh, today. Uh, Governor Ige will uh, fill everyone in. And we are concerned about opening the state up for tourism, what now resulted in the governor extending the order for mandatory quarantine to at least August uh, to at least October 1st. In addition, there are more restrictions on people that are already on Oahu in regards to uh, gathering uh, use of facilities like restaurants and gyms and um, more information upcoming after this short announcement. The proclamation extends the emergency period of the Act with Care order through September 30th. The counties have been issuing their own orders uh, with their restrictions specific to their communities. Uh, and you should continue to check both the county and the state websites for details. The proclamation also extends the 14-day mandatory travel quarantine until September 30. Uh, and as I announced earlier this week, this will delay the start of the pre-travel testing programs for Trans-Pacific travelers until October 1st at the earliest. We'll be providing updates as we monitor the health conditions here in the islands, as well as around the country. And the inter-island travel quarantine for travelers going to the neighbor islands, uh, Kauai, Maui, and Hawaii Island uh, is extended until September 30th. Now I know that many in the travel industry um, view that pushing back the pre-travel testing program will be a burden on our hospitality industry. Uh, we have been exploring other ways to bring visitors back to Hawaii in a manner that um, protects the health and safety of our communities. The proclamation now allows for the concept of the resort bubbles. That allows travelers to come to Hawaii but they must stay in a specified resort area until they complete the 14-day travel quarantine. This would allow them to still enjoy the amenities of the resort and minimize the chance of infection with the surrounding community. The County of Kauai has been developing the details of such a program for their island. And with me today is Kauai County Mayor Derek Kawakami to provide an update on their plans for the resort bubble. Uh, Mayor Victorino is also joining us today to provide an update of activities on Maui County. Uh, and finally, 
The 12th proclamation extends the restriction on rental evictions through September 30th. I know that many in our community have been calling, asking for this additional protection. We know that both renters and landlords are facing difficult decisions because of COVID-19. And we encourage landlords and tenants to work together to try to come up with ways to help each other. If anyone is having issues, they should call the Office of Consumer Protection's Landlord Tenant Center hotline at 586-2634. That's 586-2634. We are also in the process of finalizing a, a rental subsidy and relief program using CARES Act funding. And the counties have initiated um, their rental assistance programs as well. So we continue to encourage you to stay tuned as we'll be releasing details of the state program uh, in the next few days. Honolulu counties act now Honolulu, no social gatherings order took effect at midnight last night. I want to strongly urge everyone to obey the mandates and do everything possible to help in the fight against this virus. We are hopeful that the new restrictions will help slow down the spread of COVID-19 here on Oahu. But the best way to protect our community is for everyone to take personal responsibility. Wash your hands, stay at home if you're sick, keep your children home, Wear your masks everywhere you go. Keep physically distanced from others. Stop social gatherings. All of these actions are necessary to help us slow the spread of COVID-19. By doing this, you protect your family, friends, neighbors, our kupuna and keiki. All of us need to take action to protect each other. We have worked together as a community in this battle against COVID-19 and it is only together as a community that we can be successful. So please take care of yourself, take care of each other, and most importantly, help to take care of our community. Thank you. Thank you, Governor Ige. Our next speaker will be Mayor Derek Kawakami. Go ahead, Mayor. Uh, thank you, Governor, and thank you, everybody, for your time. Uh, yes, as Governor has mentioned, you know, we've been working on uh, alternative plans, as has every mayor and every incident management team across the state of Hawaii. Um, that is uh, the big task that we do day in and day out when there's a disaster is to plan. And as we have spoken about the pre-testing travel program, uh, we begun to take a look at uh, other alternative ways that people that are coming into Hawaii and into Kauai um, would be able to uh, keep our public health and safety as a top priority, which I would like to say remains a top priority. Our uh, ability to keep our communities healthy and safe uh, is paramount. I'd like to also say that this does not eliminate the 14-day quarantine. This provides an alternative. And the other thing that I'd like to note that this is a continued work in progress, uh, but we felt that it was extremely valuable to 
be transparent as to what sort of planning was uh, taking place on Kauai and across the state of Hawaii. Uh, so the way that this modified or resort bubble uh, quarantine works is uh, you have to opt in. It's not something that's going to be forced upon. Uh, resorts would have to show a burden of proof that they have the ability and process and systems in place to keep their associates healthy and safe, as well as their guests. And of course, most importantly, uh, our people that live here day in and day out. Uh, here are some other facts that should be considered. We uh, continue to have people traveling to Kauai every single day. And even though there's a mandatory 14-day quarantine, we continue to have people that try to break this quarantine. And we make arrests through our Koi Police Department, which I want to give a huge mahalo to. From the very beginning, they partnered up with state law enforcement and our National Guard to prioritize the governor's orders and the mayor's rules and take a strong approach to enforcing these orders and these rules. Uh, but I have to tell you that it puts a tremendous strain on our police department. And this is one way as a staged approach to reopening the visitor industry that we feel is much more deliberate, uh, much more restrictive than the pre-test uh, travel program that as we have heard uh, is pushed back yet again. So the way that it works is that we are engaging with our local uh, hotel operators and resort operators on island to get their feedback. Uh, we have deployed a technology called Aqua, uh, which is basically a tracking device to create a point of distance barrier around resorts. Uh, guests will have to remain on property and I'd like to say that any talk about privatization of beaches uh, is simply not true. Uh, as a surfer, I would never try to privatize a beach. In fact, I mean, I wish I could privatize a couple of surf spots just for local people, but that's not going to happen. Uh, so any discussion of privatization of beaches is, is simply not true, and it is a distraction when we have to respond to these type of rumors. Uh, that just is not something that we're looking at or would ever consider. Um, so these resorts, uh, the first line of defense is their security personnel. So they would have to apply um, through a permitting process to show that they have the necessary uh, systems and process in place to provide security to educate their guests on what the boundaries are. If somebody should step outside of the boundaries, uh, it would alert the resort as well as law enforcement that there is somebody uh, crossing uh, the line, so to say. And uh, this technology also is um, embedded where if somebody tries to take this band off, it'll also ping the resort security as well as our local law enforcement personnel as well. Um, coupled with that, we are also working with a Hawaii-based group on digital contact tracing 
Folks, these are all layers of protective measures. What we're trying to do is mitigate risk. And uh, the best way to mitigate risk as I wrap this up is for people to understand that this is a virus and all of the best steps to prevent yourself from getting sick or getting other people sick is to do things like wear a mask, which I understand can be uncomfortable, um, but it's something that we should all do. Uh, two, practice physical distancing. If you can avoid gatherings, please do so. Uh, there's a time and place for everything, and right now is not the time or place to be having large gatherings. And three, of course, having good hygiene is critical. Washing your hands is a great first line of defense. And just understanding, I know a lot of people want to know where are these outbreaks? Uh, look, it's a virus. It, it is, uh, it is, it could be everywhere. As we see in Oahu, they continue to struggle with their caseload. Um, at this point in time, people should take precautions to understand that the nature of this virus is it's very sneaky and patient. And that is why we're asking people to keep vigilant and maintain physical distancing. So this past weekend, uh, we've had members of our team uh, take another evolution as far as testing this technology and our and this program. And they actually went out to certain resort properties and certain areas and literally tried to break out to see how reliant this technology is. And it shows great promise. It's not a perfect process as we speak today, but our team is committed to grinding it out and working uh, to tighten up any loose ends so that we can get up to a point in time where this would be a deployable program uh, in a safe way to have visitors quarantine uh, on a resort property versus 14 days in their room, which we're starting to see a lot of people trying to break quarantine. So in a nutshell, that is the update from Kauai as to where we are today with this emerging technology. And uh, we'll be here for any questions uh, that may arise. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor Kawakami. Our next speaker is Mayor Michael Victorino, Maui County. Go ahead, Mayor. Mike, I think you got to unmute. There we okay. go. I think I'm unmuted now, right? You are. Yes, you are. Okay. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you, Mayor. Um, thank you, Governor, first of all, for allowing me this opportunity to speak. Thank you, Derek, for that intensive and, and well-organized uh, presentation. Last week, we did bring up about travel bub bubbles. We have a few hotels that are like yours that are preparing for that. And uh, we agree with you that there's still a lot of issues to be worked out, but we're getting closer and we are looking to be ready when we can start returning visit, uh, welcoming returning visitors and that there are opportunities for them to stay here safely and for our, our, our residents to feel that their well-being and safety is also uh, being uh, protected. 
I want to say that first of all, for Maui, we've had some uh, uptick. We've had a surge at our hospital again, and but it's well in hand at this point. Uh, our numbers today, we had one. And you know, for Maui, when we're averaging almost double digits over the last four or five days, that's a major improvement. We've seen the people becoming more responsible, and I want to thank the people of Maui County. They have shown their resiliency, and they are now coming back very strong and with the resolve to do what needs to be done. However, like everything else, rumors and innuendos go around and really cause a lot of challenges. The most recent one was Temptation uh, Island, the show that was going to be filmed at the Andas. They had set up over two months ago and with the uh, governor and, and the travel, I mean, the uh, uh, film industry, along with our, our film director here, our film uh, director, J.C. Bennett, we had set up this program for them to come and film for about almost two months here at the Andas in Wailea. However, the rumors went out, it got misinterpreted, and there was a lot of challenges. And with the large uh, surge at our hospital, uh, it became very apparent that this needed not, this couldn't happen right now. So we needed to step back. So upon my request to both the producer, the hotel, the unions involved, and others, they have decided to delay the, the filming of uh, Temptation Island to a later date. And so I, I, I'm very thankful that they were able to come together. We were able to put, uh, put a halt to it for right now until things look more stable and our case count drops. And so I'm thankful for their efforts. And again, Governor, thank you for all your efforts in this area. Uh, your state film commissioner was, uh, um, was very, very influential in this also. Uh, Maui also continues to, to, to struggle along with its economy. Our local economy, we've had many, many uh, changes. We are now looking at how our Made in Maui Festival will be done virtually. Uh, we have our Kamaina First program, which is bringing businesses and consumers not only from Maui County, but from around the world into this fold virtually, and they are able to buy products from Maui, made by Mauians, made here on Maui. And so there's a lot of good things occurring right now, but we still struggle with the fact that we need our hospitality industry to slowly come out of this pandemic. But we want to do it safely, we want to do it efficiently, and most importantly, we want to make it resilient. So when we come out, we will be stronger for it. So the people of Maui County have done a great job. I have a great team. They've done so much, so much hard work. I want to also thank the collaboration between the state and a lot of our nonprofits and other entities who have stepped up to the plate time in and time out to help put things together, work collaboratively to find solutions to some of our challenges. Do we still have challenges? Absolutely. And I will not lie to anyone. We still are a ways off from being able to really effectively open up but it's getting better our travel quarantine now is beginning to hit a rhythm it was challenging the first week or two and the confusion between inter-island trans-pacific all of these issues have been somewhat taxing but we're catching them at the airport we've sent back uh, almost 30 people over the last week and a half both trans-pacific and as well as inter-island and we are now making our concerted effort we catch them at the airport before they even get out so that the tax our police and other law enforcement uh, agencies. So 
we're in a good position right now. We're still working hard, still a ways to go. And we're working hard with our hospital to make sure that whatever we can do to help them with this surge, we will do. So that's Maui. Thank you, Governor. And nice to talk to all of you. Thank you, Mayor. We'll now take questions from our reporters. Uh, first up is Rosemary Bernardo from the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Go ahead, Rosemary. Uh, hi, can you hear me? We can. Hi, hi, Governor. Hi, Mayors. Uh, this is a question for the Governor as well as Mayor Victorino and Mayor Kawakami. Should the number of coronavirus cases decrease over time, what are your thoughts of film production resuming for Temptation Island at some point, as well as other TV or film productions that may show interest in filming in other parts of the state, so long as the industry adhere to stringent guidelines they currently have in place to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Uh, Mayor uh, Victorino, why don't we begin with you and then uh, Governor will have a chance as well. Go ahead, Mayor. Oh, uh, sorry, Mayor, yeah, I'm mute. I will have a beauty myself. Yes, um, for us, again, this is not the right time. And absolutely, uh, with the high numbers in Oahu and our numbers being uh, higher than normal, yes, and with the surge in the hospital. I would be all for it with the proper protocols and the proper uh, safety uh, uh, aspects put into it. We would look at it and, and, and yes, I'd like to see it done. But I want the community to be in, in on it the next, next time we do it. In other words, have a group of people that would be also guiding us, making sure that everything is in place to protect not only the residents, workers, those visitors, and those who are participating in the filming, making sure all of that is done and done right. I didn't think they did it wrong this time, but I think it's the wrong time because of the large numbers. And I'd like to see our numbers both in Oahu, Maui, and across the state stay at a very low pace like we had in May and June. I use those examples, May and June of, of this year. We can get our numbers to stay in that consistent manner. I'd be all for looking to open up with the public's approval. Thank you, Mayor. Governor? Yeah, I, I just would want to add that we um, have been working with the unions and the producers uh, to establish uh, uh, good protocols and um, uh, parameters about how um, film and television production uh, would be conducted. You know, they do intend to fully um, comply with the laws, which includes 14-day uh, mandatory quarantine uh, and other uh, provisions that are required. Uh, and they do also have a very rigorous uh, testing protocol of those uh, who would be involved um, that they would be uh, tested on a regular basis to ensure the health and safety of our community. So certainly, as the mayor had said, you know, we do believe that right now the virus activity um, causes a concern for all of us. And it's in everyone's best interest, I think, that we uh, stop production for a period of time. But we all look forward to the day when the virus counts are, are um, contained again, uh, and we can look forward to um, beginning a production uh, with the um, safety protocols in place for both residents um, and those who may be traveling uh, to do the productions. Thank you. And uh, Mayor Kawakami, did you want to add anything to that? 
I think what needed to be said was said. I just have to uh, put a, a little bit of Koi's reality uh, on the plate. You know, um, we we have a healthcare capacity of nine ICU beds. Uh, at any given time, we're, we're half occupied just from our normal day-to-day -day patients that need that type of care and attention. We have 14 ventilators it comes down to is it the right time and place right now our focus is maintaining the health and safety of our people getting people back to work uh, at their jobs um, the film industry is definitely an industry that we value they bring good jobs and they spur creativity in our school places but i have to say it it depends because we have um, we have film production companies that are wonderful to work with that have the respect and integrity that we expect on Kauai. And then of course we have other productions uh, that will uh, take our aloha as perhaps uh, a sign to do what they want when they come here. You know, it's like walking into somebody's house with their shoes on. So. Uh, we're trying to get to a point where we can get film production with responsible partners that are willing to come in and be a part of our ohana and coexist uh, first and foremost. But we are just walking on eggshells every single day just because our healthcare capacity um, is really not uh, designed to be able to handle a, a big outbreak. Thank you. Thank you. Our next reporter is Daryl Huff from Hawaii News Now. Go ahead, please. Uh, this question is for the governor. Um, governor, you know, it's been almost a month now since the 600 up um, expired on unemployment benefits. Um, President Trump made an offer of 300 uh, to states. About 11 states have, have done it and some have already accepting the money. We understand that you're in discussion about um, accepting that. What's, what's the holdup? Uh, Daryl, there's a couple of things that we've asked them. Uh, clearly, uh, we want to make sure that the money is actually coming. Um, as you know, once we initiate and start to award um, benefits, uh, and if uh, they cut off the funds, uh, then the question that we have asked is who would be responsible uh, to make the payments once the program starts? Uh, so there are a few of those types of details that we want to make sure as you know, Daryl, this was not uh, a program that was funded uh, robustly by the Congress. Um, the president has chosen to take disaster funds, funds that would be available should there be a natural disaster, and divert it to support unemployed workers. So as you saw, uh, we had Hurricane Douglas. Uh, we initiated a, a national a presidential uh, emergency pre-landfall order. You know, there have been several uh, hurricanes on the East Coast, and we have wildfires raging in California and Arizona. All of those kinds of uh, events compete against the funds that have been made available to, play, to pay unemployment insurance. So if a local resident wants to have a staycation in a quarantine resort with people coming in from the mainland, uh, that is part of what our team is looking for as far as the plans that the resorts themselves 
have to submit over to us for review. Their ability to be able to, uh, I guess, create a, a delineation between uh, different groups and maintain physical distancing on property are all sort of things that we're looking for. We are also looking for their ability to create areas or wings that if a guest becomes ill, that they will isolate on property. We will not take these guests and accommodate their isolation while they recover until they need medical attention. So let me be clear, the resorts are going to have to designate areas for people that may become ill to isolate and get treatment and have all of their food and supplies dropped off. And they're also going to need to have areas where close contacts can quarantine on site as well while they're going through observation to see if these close contacts eventually become ill as well. And like I said, until they require a level of medical attention, uh, these are all things that are going to be responsibilities uh, of these participating resorts. Like I said, uh, this is uh, an option. Uh, we have heard from the visitor industry on their challenges as far as keeping their workforce employed or even keeping medical benefits uh, for their workers that may have been furloughed or laid off as we continue uh, down this road of uncertainty. Um, and so uh, to, to answer your question, Lauren, it, if a resident decides to, um, to travel or have a staycation at one of these resorts, uh, first I would urge them to please not do that. Um, but if they do, they're gonna have to take the necessary precautions to physical distance. Uh, the resorts are gonna have to ensure everybody's wearing a mask. Uh, and they're going to have to really be mindful of their hygiene um, because once they're done with their staycation, if they, as long as they don't fly to another island and have one of those type of staycations, um, they're going to be allowed to go back home. And all of this, uh, I'd like to say it, it, it does, it, it poses a risk. But what we're doing is we're trying to create systems and a process to make sure that we try to mitigate as much risk as possible. There is no such thing as a risk-free uh, path moving forward. Uh, and even as we retreat back at times, there is no risk-free uh, option as well. Every single decision we make as leaders comes with its own set of consequences. So what we're trying to do is take a look at these different mandates, identify all of the consequences and start channeling resources to help mitigate those consequences that are being created. Thank you. Later on, uh, Mayor Kawakami was asked whether guests that do fall ill or are um, diagnosed with COVID-19 while on the property during such a travel bubble stay uh, would have to stay at would stay at the property or go to a hospital hospital of course is one thing but the their hotels or the resorts are required to have quarantine rooms or wings available where someone could isolate hear more from the mayor uh, 
on islands, so I wouldn't want to disclose and make an error as far as resorts that are showing a, a lot of interest, some resorts that are uh, not as interested. Uh, but we can certainly uh, put you in touch with somebody from our team uh, that may be able to uh, answer some of those questions. As far as a timeline, uh, this uh, governor's uh, proclamation what it does is it allows us to move forward and start to create rules. So it is still a work in progress. And then of course, the resorts are going to have to meet us halfway and uh, do things on their end to ensure the safety and health of our public and their workers are going to be taken care of. And I think what the private sector is looking for is at least some sign of assurances that if they go ahead and make investments in these type of security systems or emerging technology that at least there is a framework that has been granted a, a green light from the governor's office uh, to proceed and so this is uh, very early on uh, if we were to phase this uh, we're still in research and development uh, our last test over the last two weekends would sort of be like prototyping. And then ultimately we're looking at putting this program into production. And so this is very early on in the, in the process.